Alléluia. Alléluia. Glory. Utukufu. Glory, glory. Utukufu, utukufu. Alléluia. Alléluia. Let us pray right away. Hebu tuombe moja kwa moja. Father in the mighty name of Jesus. Baba katika jina kuu la Yesu. The name above all names. Jina lilopo juu ya majina yote. The name that is established in heaven. Jina ambalo limeimarishwa mbinguni. The name that has given us salvation. Jina ambalo limetupatia wokovu. The name that has power. Jina lililo na nguvu. The name that made Wanjiku the blind see yesterday. Jina lilomfanya Wanjiku aliyekuwa kipofu kuona jana. And many other cripples and blind see. Na biwete wengi wengineo na bipofu wakaona pia. The name that we carry for free. Jina ambalo nalibeba bure. Father, it is in that holy name. Baba ni katika hilo jina takatifu. That we are gathered here tonight. Ya kwamba tumekusanyika hapa usiku wa leo. That we may seek your counsel. Kwamba tukautafute ushauri wako. And guidance. Na mwelekeo. And leadership. Na uongozi. That Lord. Ya kwamba bwana. We may prepare the glorious highway. Tukaiandae njia kuu ya utukufu. For the coming of the Messiah. Kwa ajili ya kukuja kwa Masihi. Father I ask you to arrest the hearts of these people. Baba na kuomba ukateke nyara mioyo ya hawa watu. The many nations that are assembled here. Mataifa mengi ambayo yamekusanyika hapa. And establish the oracles of your word in their hearts. Ingrain the fear of God in their minds. And give them a new beginning 2016. May glory and honor be unto you in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, Sasa, we saw what the Lord is saying to the church. When we attended the healing service, tulipo udhuria ibada ya uponyaji. We saw and heard tuliona na kusikia what the Lord is saying to the church right now. Kile ambacho Bwana anasema kwa kanisa sasa hivi. And that message was delivered very eloquently. Na huo ujumbe uliachiliwa kwa waziwazi mno. And that message. Na huo ujumbe centralized. Unatia shina la kati. Two things. Mambo mawili. Number 1. Jambo la kwanza centralized time, time in the house. Unaweka shina la kati kuhusiana na nyakati katika kanisa. In other words, in that massive avalanche of healings you saw, katika mafuriko ya uponyaji ambayo mliona, the Lord was saying, Bwana alikuwa akisema, look, tazama, I'm now beginning to heal the deaf. Sasa ninaanza kuwaponya viziwi in bulk katika makundi makubwa because time is over. Kwa sababu wakati umekwisha. I'm now beginning to heal the cripples in bulks. Sasa nimeanza kuwaponya biwete katika ukubwa katika umati because time is over. Kwa sababu wakati umekwisha. In other words, kwa maneno mengine, this is the hour for the latter glory. Hili ndilo saa la utukufu wa mwisho. Number 2. Jambo la pili, 
he spoke very clearly there before we enter today's message we are looking at the one he spoke in the past two days halinena waziwazi kabla tuingie katika ujumbe wa leo tunazungumzia kile ambacho walinena katika siku mbili ambazo zimepita he said alisema look tazama the messiah is coming masihi anakuja hallelujah hallelujah and so now na hivyo basi sasa I want to introduce a major conversation. Ningependa kutanguliza majadiliano nyeti between the Lord God Almighty kati ya Bwana Mungu Mkuu Mwenyezi and the Church of Christ globally. Na kanisa la Kristo kote kote ulimwenguni. And I'm going to describe a vision here. Na naenda kuelezea maono hapa. And then I'm going to launch it on that. Alafu nitaizindua tokea hapo. What a blessing to see the nations India assembled everybody assembled here Ni baraka kiasi gani kuona mataifa yamekusanyika India na kila mtu mmekusanyika hapa Hallelujah Hallelujah What a mighty platform from which to launch such a critical message Ni mahali pakuu kiasi gani kwa kuzindua ujumbe mkuu kama huu When the nations are assembled Wakati ambapo mataifa yamekusanyika Hallelujah Hallelujah Now sasa I am standing here and describing the vision. Ninasimama hapa nikielezea maono. Then I'll be able to bring you through it. Alafu kisha nitaweza kuwapitishia juu yake. In that tremendous vision of the Lord. Katika hayo maono ya ajabu ya Bwana. The Lord he lifted me up above the earth. Bwana akaninua juu ya dunia. Above the earth. Akaninua juu ya dunia. And then I could see the earth. Alafu kisha ningeweza kuiona dunia. And at that point na katika mahala pale as i was looking at the earth nilipokuwa nikitazama dunia i saw something that looked like a major earthquake niliona kitu kilichoonekana kana kwamba ni tetemeko kuu hit the earth likaigonga dunia why do i say so kwa nini nasema hivyo because kwa sababu i saw the surface of the earth shake like this niliona ardhi ikitingika ikitetema namna hii and a lot of dust particles coming off the surface na mavumbi yakitoka kwenye ardhi and a lot of rocks stones and rocks jumping off the surface na miamba ikiruka ikirukaruka kutoka katika ardhi then i thought to myself alafu nikawazia kwangu binafsi that wow kwamba wow that is a tremendous earthquake that has hit the earth hilo ni tetemeko kuu sana ambalo limeigonga dunia in spanish katika spaniola terremoto fuerte terremoto fuerte or temblor grand temblor hit the earth iligonga dunia and so as i was looking at that in the vision na hivyo basi nilipokuwa nikitazama hayo katika maono only a few seconds later ni sekunde tu chache baadaye then i realized that that was not an earthquake kisha nikagundua kwamba hilo halikuwa tetemeko la ardhi because kwa sababu i saw niliona that the glory had come from heaven kwamba utukufu ulikuwa umeshuka toka mbinguni and had hit the earth na ulikuwa umeigonga dunia and had it was shaking the earth na alikuwa akitingisa dunia everybody follow this now kila mtu fuatilia haya sasa and then alafu after that baada ya hapo then i saw people in their glorious bodies ndipo nikawaona watu katika mili yao ya utukufu being pulled wakivutwa for coming out of the earth wakitoka katika mavumbi ya dunia and look at this now naangalia hii sasa the glory was so immense on the surface of the earth utukufu ulikuwa mzito sana katika juu ya ardhi and yet na ile hali as they were being pulled 
out from the earth walipokuwa wakivutwa kutoka katika dunia from the dust of the earth kutoka katika mavumbi ya dunia the glory was mixed with the dust utukufu ulikuwa umechanganyika na mavumbi but i could see lakini ningeweza kuona i could see wow ningeweza kuona wow there so much glory kuna utukufu mwingi mno their bodies are glorious but they are now coming out of the dust and the glory is mixed with the dust lakini wanatoka katika mavumbi ya dunia na utukufu umechanganyikana na mavumbi and then finally i saw them being pulled away from the earth alafu kisha hatimaye nikawaona wakivutwa kutolewa katika dunia and they now entered into the pure glory of the lord alafu wakaingia katika utukufu halisia wa mungu and then i saw them alafu kisha nikawaona they went and they combined with the glory of the lord that was there walikwenda wakaungana na utukufu wa bwana uliokuwa pale and the cloud came nalo wingu likaja covered them inside heaven nalikawafunika ndani mambingu then the voice spoke alafu kisha sauti ikanena what did the voice say sauti ilisema yapi then the voice said alafu kisha sauti ikasema and the majority of them na wengi wao have remained in the dust of the earth and i think if there is any message to take home from this conversation today it is this one that when that event takes place the majority of them remain in the dust of the earth and i think if there is any way to prepare the church it is that one and then i woke up Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So that is where I want to launch from tonight. Basi hapo ndipo nataka kuzindulia ujumbe siku ya leo. When the Lord wakati Bwana Jehovah Jehovah showed me this. Aliponionyesha haya. Showed me the rapture of the dead. Aliponionyesha unyakuzi wa wafu. What is the message to the church? Ujumbe ni upi kwa kanisa? the church of christ globally kanisa la kristo kote kote ulimwenguni hallelujah hallelujah and of course for those of you familiar with these conferences na haswa wale ambao umezoelea makongamano haya you know that i've always when i had time i've always said that whenever the lord speaks you and i must find it in the bible mumejua kwamba kila mara nimesema wakati wowote ambapo bwana ananena lazima ukaipate katika biblia and i said nanikasema that in fact hiyo haswa is the only way to know whether the lord has spoken ndio njia ya kipekee ya kujua ikiwa bwana amenena and i've also said again and again from nation to nation na nimesema tena na tena kutoka taifa hadi jingine that once we develop our reference point as the bible ya kwamba mara tumeendeleza tumepata mahala petu pa kurejelea kama biblia he said we can also then now be able to know when the lord has not spoken anasema pia tunaweza kujua wakati ambapo bwana hajanena The reason I do so is because of the apostasy in the house. Sababu nafanya hivyo ni kwa sababu ya mwanguko kutoka kwa imani ya kweli kwa kanisa. The falling away from true faith that you see globally in the church. Mwanguko kutoka katika imani ya kweli mnayoiona kote kote ulimwenguni kwa kanisa. So what is the message when the Lord showed me those Christians 
that were buried in the dust of the earth and then they are pulled in glorious bodies and they go up and enter with the glory of God. What is the message to the church? Now listen to this. When the Lord was calling me, I remember in one of those major, major visitations of calling, he presented before the throne of God in heaven the ark of the covenant of the Lord. And there's so much there because the Bible was inside there. And then lightning strikes the Bible three times. There's a whole narrative around it. But look at what I'm focusing on here. When the Lord brought me to the throne room in heaven, when he called me, the ark of the covenant of the Lord, then on one side was seated Moses, the man of God. Hallelujah. The church must mature. So she must be accustomed to this food, right? But there was Moses on one side of the ark, the mercy seat of the ark of the covenant. And on the same side, next to Moses, was seated Elijah, the mighty prophet of the Lord. But on this other side of the mercy seat, was seated alone, Daniel the terrible prophet of the Lord that even the lion could not eat. And then of course the rest of the conversation I've already shared is on the web. Right? But only later now did I understand the presence of each one of these people there. For example, for Daniel, I've found out that the Lord has shown me almost all the visions of Daniel by now. And so, I found out in the Bible that the Lord actually had spoken with Daniel about this rapture of the dead. So, I found out that this conversation the Lord was showing me about the rapture of the dead, the dead church, he had actually shared it with Daniel the prophet of the Lord. And Daniel, Daniel records it in Daniel chapter 12. Daniel and so if we are going to get the message for the church today, on this conversation, then Everybody look at this. Then we have to go to the Bible. And when we read the narrative of Daniel, therein is the message. Hallelujah. So can we 
Turn to Daniel chapter 12 if you don't mind. Ye basi tuweza geuka katika kitabu cha Danieli mlango wa 12. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you very much. Asanteni mno. Thank you. Daniel chapter 12. Danieli 12. What is the message to the church? Ujumbe ni upi kwa kanisa. And I'm so glad that the Lord is speaking to the church right now directly from the throne. Direct. Na ninafuraha sana kwamba Bwana ananenenea kanisa moja kwa moja kutoka katika enzi. No more rumors. Hakuna tena uvumi. What in Swahili you'd say uvumi ama fununu. Kile ambacho kwa Swahili yasema fununu ama uvumi. Daniel chapter 12 precious people Daniel mlango wa 12 watu wa dhamani Daniel chapter 12 we're reading verses 1 to probably verse 4 and then we'll jump to verse 10 later tuasoma mstari wa kwanza hadi wa 4 alafu tutaruka kuanzia mstari wa 13 step by step hatua kwa hatua he says this anasema hivi at that time michael the great prince who protects your people will arise katika wakati huo Mikaeli mtawala mkuu ambaye huwalinda watu wako atainuka. He says there will be a time of distress such as has not happened from the beginning of nations until then. Kutakuwako wakati wa taabu ambao haujatokea tangu mwanzo wa mataifa hadi wakati huo. But at that time your people everyone whose name is found in the book will be delivered lakini wakati huo watu wako kila moja ambaye jina lake litakuwa limeandikwa kwenye kitabu ataokolewa verse 2 mstari wa pili he says multitudes who sleep in the dust of the earth will awake some to everlasting life and others to shame and everlasting contempt watu wengi ambao wamelala kwenye mavumbi wataamuka baadhi yao kwa uzima wa milele wengine kwenye aibu na kudharauliwa milele those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever wale wenye hekima watangaa kama mwanga wa mbingu na wale ambao waongoza wengi kutenda haki watangaa kama nyota milele na milele haleluya haleluya can i first handle these few verses here je kwanza naweza shughulikia mstari hii michache hapa you see in this conversation here unaona katika majadiliano haya hapa daniel sets out a timeline a prophetic timeline danieli anaweka nyakati za kiunabii and when he sets out a prophetic timeline na anapoweka wakati wa kiunabii when the lord shows him the rapture of the dead church wakati bwana anamuonyesha unyakuzi wa kanisa waliokufa setting up the prophetic timeline akiweka nyakati zile za kiunabii then he makes demarcations on the timeline alafu anaweka alama alama katika hizo nyakati he now marks the timeline for major events sasa anatia alama katika hizo nyakati nyakati muhimu and in that marking na katika huko kutiliwa alama he sets out he, he separates out a segment of the timeline anatenga sehemu fulani ya nyakati and he says during that time na anasema wakati huo in that chronology katika mfululizo huo there will be a distress as has not happened before kutakuweko na dhiki na taabu kama vile haijawahi kuwepo hapo nyumae and then he talks about as has not happened from the beginning of nations alafu anasema kama vile haijawahi kutendeka tangia mwanzo wa mataifa and he says until then na anasema hadi wakati huo and remember daniel is 
an end time prophet nakumbuka kwamba danieli ni nabii wa nyakati za mwisho he was seen these days from then kwa hivyo alikuwa anaziona siku hizi kuanzia wakati ule so he is talking about distress kwa hivyo anazungumzia kuhusu taabu but after seeing the historic distress lakini baada ya kuona zile dhiki za kihistoria in that distress katika hizo dhiki there is another thing daniel exalts kuna kitu kingine ambacho daniel anakikweza he now says sasa you are saying that within that angustia distress ya kwamba miongoni ama kati ya ile dhiki however hata hivyo you are people watu wako he now says sasa naona a special elect wateule ambao ni specially a special group of people kikundi specially cha watu that daniel now called your people ambacho danieli anaita watu wako and i have preached a nine hour sermon na nimehubiri yale mahubiri ya masaa 9 on the my people church Kus, my people kusiana na kanisa la watu wangu watu wangu the church that the lord calls my people kanisa ambalo bwana analiita watu wangu and it's always very important to know who are these people that the lord loves so much he calls his people na ni muhimu sana kujua kwamba hawa watu ni kina nani ambao bwana anawaita watu wangu You want to know so you may know if you are one of them. Unataka kujua ili kwamba ujue ikiwa wewe ni mmoja wao. But look at this now. Lakini angalia hii sasa. He says the historic distress, right? Anasema dhiki ya kihistoria. But within there, lakini mwongoni mwa male ndani, your people, watu wako, his people, watu wake, my people, watu wangu. Everyone whose name is found written in the book. Kila mmoja ambaye jina lake litapatikana limeandikwa kwenye kitabu. You see look at this now. Angalia hii sasa. He now exalts a book. Sasa anakweza kitabu. He exalts a divine ledger, a book, a registry. Anainua ile registry kitabu maalum. And he says, na anasema everyone whose name will be found written in that book. Kila mmoja ambaye jina lake litapatikana limeandikwa kwenye hicho kitabu will be delivered atakombolewa ah did you understand je ulielewa in this conversation here about the rapture of the dead katika majadiliano haya hapa kuhusiana na ufufuzi wa wafu right from the beginning as we begin the message tangia pale mwanzoni tulipoanza ujumbe already says tayari anasema that there is a book kwamba kunacho kitabu there is a book kunacho kitabu and for me na kwangu mimi i would really want to know ningependa kweli kujua who are these people hawa watu ni kina nani that the lord calls my people ambao bwana anawaita watu wangu his people watu wake and now we are finding na sasa tunapata that that elect kwamba hao wateule that my people hawa watu wangu actually their names are in a book hata hivyo majina yao yamo kwenye kitabu that registry hiyo register that ledger that list hiyo nakala of heaven ya binguni i would also want to know if my name is there ningependa pia kujua ikiwa jina langu liko pale but look at this now lakini angalia hii sasa i'm developing chronology of the prophetic timeline ninaendeleza mfululizo wa nyakati za kiunabii he says the distress anasema dhiki 
And then now he's exalting a book. Na sasa anakweza kitabu. And he's defining a special elect my people. Na anaelezea watu specially wateule watu wangu. For example, kwa mfano, if you go into the Bible, ikiwa utakwenda katika Biblia, right like this. Mara moja tu namna hii. And you want to know who are these people? Na unataka kujua hawa watu ni kina nani? For example, if you went to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Kwa mfano, kama utakwenda kitabu cha Wakorintho wa pili mlango wa 4 verses 14 to 18 which we are not reading here mustari, i'm just summarizing mustari wa 14 hadi 18 ambayo hatuisomi hapa second corinthians chapter 6 wa korintho wa pili mlango wa 6 verses 14 to 18 can i just summarize for you you read it later mustari wa 14 hadi 18 je naweza iweka kwa mtasari mtasoma baadaye if you go into that scripture in pursuit of the definition of the my people katika, this special group katika kutafutilia maelezo ya watu wangu kikundi hiki specially you'll hear him saying utamsikia akisema do not be yoked together with unbelievers musifunganishwe nira moja na wasioamini and you hear him saying na utamsikia akisema After all, hata hivyo, what fellowship is there between light and darkness? Kuna ushirika gani kati ya nuru na giza? And he says, naye anasema, what fellowship can there be? Kunaweza kuwa na ushirika gani between the house of Baal kati ya nyumba ya Baali and the house of the Lord? Na nyumba ya Bwana, the temple of Jehovah. Hekalu la Yehova. And he goes on to say, na anaendelea mbele na kusema, that hey, ya kwamba hey, no ye not. Je, hamjui that for you kwamba kwenu ninyi uh, I mean there's a whole conversation down kuna mjadala mzima pale kwenda chini you are sons and daughters kwamba ninyi ni wana na mabinti and he said touch not unclean thing na anasema msiguze kitu kilicho najisi and he goes on and on and on na anaendelea mbele na kuendelea mbele but in the summary of it right La, away lakini katika muktasari wake you can almost see right away that the lord is saying una, that this my people church is actually separated church unaweza kuona kwamba bwana anasema hili kanisa la watu Again let me put it better. In other words he's saying katika mambo mengine anasema that light of Christ ya kwamba nuru ya Kristo plus darkness pamoja na giza is always equal to darkness. Kila mara inatoshana na giza. He said no. Anasema la you cannot mix it. Hawezi ukaichanganya. That is the message you see there. Wonde ujumbe ambao unaona pale. So if you were out to look for the characteristics. Basi kama ulikuwa kutafuta tabia the features zile vipenge the identity markers zile alama za vitambulisho of the special people now he celebrates here called my people ya watu specially anaosherekea hapa waitwao watu wangu then you find that wow this is a separated people basi unapata kwamba wow hawa ndio watu waliotengwa they don't mix darkness with light hawachanganyi giza na nuru in other words if you put it in better language kama maneno mengine ikiwa utaiweka katika lugha nzuri you can say that these are people who have gotten their priorities right unaweza sema kwamba hawa ni watu waliopata kibaumbele chao that that right away na hiyo papo hapo becomes the point of rebuke to the church inakuwa mahali pa kukemewa kwa kanisa because then in other words he's asking basi kwa maneno mengine anauliza then why has the church mixed light with darkness basi ni kwa nini kanisa limechanganya nuru na giza what are homosexuals doing at the pulpit of my god mashoga wanafanya nini katika madhabahu ya mungu wangu what are immoral women 
doing in the house with immoral dressing in the house the holy house of Jehovah. Wanawake wa sherati wanafanya nini na mavazi ya kiusherati katika nyumba takatifu? What are the false prophets doing in the house? Manabii wa uongo wanafanya nini katika nyumba? Why are the false apostles preaching the gospel of the stomach in the house? Ni kwa nini mitume wa uongo wanahubiri injili ya tumbo katika nyumba? Why are some Christians in Kisumu here consulting with which doctors? Ni kwa nini baadhi ya wahubiri hapa Kisumu wanakwenda kutafuta ushauri kwa waganga na wachawi? So there is so much. Kwa hivyo kuna mengi. Right there. Pale ndani. So much. Mengi. What are the abortions doing in the house? Why are the scandals in the house? Ni kwa nini kuna kuapya nyumba katika nyumba? Kwa nini kuna kashfa katika nyumba? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm saying right from there you can begin to pick the message for the church. Ninasema tangia pale unaweza anza kuchukua ujumbe kwa kanisa. Start asking questions. Na ukaanze kuuliza maswali. Because he said he is describing the distress and the elect. Kwa sababu anaelezea taabu na wateule. And then now he exalts a book, a registry, a, a divine register of heaven. Alafu anakweza kitabu, register ya kibinguni ya kiungu. And he says, and for everybody whose name shall be found written there. Na nasema kwa yeyote ambaye jina lake litapatikana limeandikwa pale. They will be delivered. Watakombolewa. And then your most immediate question becomes. Alafu swali lako la papo hapo linafanyika. Is my name in the lamp book of life? Je jina langu lipo katika kitabu cha mwana kondoo cha uzima haleluya haleluya so the lord really helped us kwa hivyo kweli bwana alitusaidia when he gave us this message here alipotupatia ujumbe huu hapa we can reexamine us tunaweza tukajichunguza reevaluate us tunaweza tukajichunguza before it's too late kabla haijachelewa mno can i go to the next most important thing as we are handling this je naweza kwenda kwa jambo lingine nyeti mno tunaposhughulikia haya now look at this now sasa tazama hii in daniel chapter 12 katika danieli mlango wa 12 as you proceed with daniel's narrative of this conversation of the lord unapoendelea na majadiliano ya danieli ya kuhusiana na wakati huu when you come to verse 2 unapokuja katika mstari wa pili wow wow then you are shocked basi unashangazwa because in verse 2 then daniel sees the vision i saw basi katika mstari wa pili kisha danieli akayaona maono naliyoyaona when you move to daniel 12 verse 2 utakaposonga kitabu cha danieli 12 mstari wa pili then daniel sees kisha danieli anaona multitudes who sleep in the dust of the earth wengi wa waliolala katika mavumbi ya dunia they will awake wataamuka and he says na anasema when they awake wakati watakapoamuka he says anasema some to everlasting life wengine kwa uzima wa milele and others to everlasting shame and damnation na wengine kwa aibu ya milele that is very powerful. Da Daniel now sees the rapture of the church. Daniel is the dead church. Daniel sasa anaona unyakuzi ama ufufuzi wa kanisa liliolala. Let me explain this to you very carefully. Hebu niwaelezee hii kwa umakinifu. When the Lord speaks you have to be very careful. Wakati Bwana anaponena lazima umakinifike mno. Because he is no man. Kwa sababu yeye si mwanadamu. And his ways are as separate as heaven is from the earth. Na njia zake zimetengwa kama vile mbingu ilivyo mbali na dunia. So, kwa hivyo when Daniel saw the resurrection 
of the dead church wakati danieli alipoona ule ufufuzi wa kanisa waliokufa it's amazing to me inashangaza kwangu that daniel sees the two resurrections as though they are happening at the same time ya kwamba danieli aliona kufufuliwa mara mbili kana kwamba inatendeka kwa wakati mmoja and later in the afternoon i'm going to tell you that they are different alafu jioni nitakuja kuambia kwamba ni tofauti in fact there is 1007 years separating the two alafu 1007 kuna mwaka 1107 inayotenganisha zote mbili but daniel sees as if it's happening at the same time lakini danieli aliona kana kwamba inatendeka wakati sawia so he sees those who are actually resurrected to go into heaven and those resurrected to go into judgment anaona wale ambao wanafufuliwa kwenda mbinguni na wale ambao wanafufuliwa kwenda katika hukumu look at this now angalia hii sasa but when the rapture is near as we are now lakini wakati ambapo unyakuzi umekaribia kama vile tulivyo sasa when the kingdom of god is finally near wakati ufalme wa mbinguni hatimaye uko karibu and the lord comes to speak with me about it naye bwana anakuja kunizungumzia kuhusiana nayo then now he shows me basi sasa ananionyesha only those who are resurrected for eternity with god wale tu ambao wanafufuliwa kwenda katika umilele na mungu and the voice says nayo sauti ikasema and the majority of them have remained in the dust of the earth na wengi wao wamesalia katika mavumbi ya dunia he really makes sure that i know that the two resurrections are different kwa kweli alinisababisha kujua kwamba ule ufufuzi mara mbili ni tofauti anasababisha ya kwamba anahakikisha ya kwamba ninafahamu ya kwamba hizo kufufuka ziko mbili mara mbili tofauti haleluya haleluya look at this now angalia hii sasa and so na hivyo when daniel sees wakati danieli anaona that some are resurrected and they enter others resurrected for judgment kwamba wengine wanafufuliwa na wanaingia wengine wanafufuliwa kwa ajili ya hukumu so for those who are in the dust of the earth those who have slept those who have died kwa hivyo wale walio lala wale ambao wamekufa wako katika mavumbi ya dunia then daniel sees that the lord divides them into two groups ba- basi danieli anaigawa katika vikundi viwili those who be resurrected to enter wale ambao watafufuliwa kuingia and those who be resurrected to go down na wale ambao watafufuliwa kwenda chini but then if you go to verse 3 lakini basi ukienda katika mstari wa 3 then you hear daniel saying basi unamsikia danieli akisema that those who are wise ya kwamba wale wenye hekima they will shine like the brightness of the heavens watangaa kama mwanga wa mbinguni that is incredible hiyo ya shangaza and then alafu he says and however hata hivyo those who lead many to righteousness wale waongoza wengi kutenda uhaki he says anasema them they will shine even brighter basi watangaa hata zaidi because they will be like the stars forever and ever kwa sababu watakuwa kama nyota milele na milele hallelujah hallelujah there you go Hapu that wando. is the message huo ndio ujumbe because the lord is saying kwa sababu bwana anasema in other words kwa maneno mengine that when he has shared this conversation ya kwamba wakati ambapo ameshiriki majadiliano haya then now he says basi sasa you asema i'm summarizing real quick ninaweka kwa mkutasari haraka mno that they will resurrect in two groups kwamba watafufuka katika vikundi viwili one group for heaven one for judgment kikundi kimoja kwenda mbinguni kingine kwa hukumu but the group that goes to heaven the sub group sub group 
lakini kikundi kile kimoja kitakachoenda mbinguni will be divided into another into two again kitagawanywa katika vikundi viwili tena there will be those who are wise kutakuwa na wale ambao ni wenye hekima and they will shine in their garments their glory will be like the brightness of the heavens watangaa mavazi yao yatakuwa kama mwanga wa mbingu and there will be those now who have led many people into the righteousness of god na kutakuwa na wale sasa ambao wamewaongoza watu wengi katika uhaki wa mungu and he says those ones who shine even brighter like the stars forever and ever anasema wao watangaa hata zaidi kama nyota milele na milele it's amazing to me inashangaza kwangu that the lord is using light kwamba bwana anaitumia nuru to be able kuweza to give the topic of today's message kupeana kichwa cha ujumbe wa leo now i can give the topic of today's message sasa naweza peana kile kichwa cha ujumbe wa leo the topic and the title kichwa cha ujumbe is this ndio hiki identifying the bride of christ kutambua bi arusi wa kristo if you want you can call it defining the bride of christ kama unataka unaweza ukaita kuelezea bi arusi wa kristo so that when we know the identities of the bride ili kwamba tunapojua vile vitambulisho vya bi arusi wa kristo we can then develop a reference tunaweza basi kutafuta mahala pa kurejelea check it against us na kuichunguza dhidi yetu and see if we have really made it na kuona kama kweli tumefaulu or we are going to enter ama tunaenda kuingia listen to this sikiza haya so in other words The Lord now says that there will be two subgroups for those entering heaven. Kwamba kutakuwa na vikundi viwili vidogo kwa wale ambao wanaingia mbinguni. One subgroup will be the wise. Kikundi kimoja kitakuwa wenye hekima. But when you go to the Bible, lakini unapokwenda katika Biblia, for example the book of Job kwa pano kitabu cha Ayubu Job 28. Ayubu 28. Verse 28. Look at how powerfully he's, he talks about he exalts wisdom angalia vile anavyokweza hekima kwa nguvu he says anasema let me begin from uh, verse 26 hebu nianzie tangia mstari wake wa 26 when he made a decree for the rain alipofanya maagizo kwa ajili ya mvua and a path for the thunderstorm na njia kwa ajili ya umeme wa radi then he looked at wisdom and appraised it ndipo alipoitazama hekima na kuikadiria thamani yake and he confirmed it and tested it akaithibitisha na kuihakikisha then he goes on to say kisha anaendelea na kusema and he said unto men the human race naye mungu akamwambia mwanadamu the fear of the lord kumucha bwana that is wisdom hiyo ndiyo hekima and to shun evil na kwa kujitenga na uovu that is understanding huo ndiyo ufahamu so in other words kwa hivyo kwa maneno mengine when the lord now shows me this vision wakati bwana sasa ananionyesha haya maono and sends me to you the church na kunituma kwenyu kanisa then that means the lord is saying basi hiyo yamaanisha kwamba bwana anasema run there kimbia huko and stand before them na ukasimame mbele zao and begin to ask the following question na ukaanze kuuliza maswali yafuatayo the church of christ kanisa la kristo ever since you became born again tangia ulipookoka are you really walking in wisdom je kwa kweli unatembea katika hekima are you really walking in wisdom je kwa kweli unatembea katika hekima in other words he's saying kwa maneno mengine anasema are you really walking in the fear 
of the Lord. Because if you look at the things the church is doing today, it is obvious that she lacks the fear of God. You would tremble. Some of the things they are doing, you would have to tremble first before you do it. Church of Christ. Ever since you received Jesus, have you really walked in the fear of God? And then he talks about another group. Those who lead men in righteousness. In other words, he's asking. Church of Christ. Ever since. You became born again. Pastors. Ever since you became a pastor. Tell me one thing. Have you really led people into the righteousness of God? Instead. You see what the church has done. The widows have gone there. And the first question the pastor has asked. How much money did he leave in the account? Instead. What the church has done. When the women have run away from immorality and come into the church. And then. Alafu, you hear that the pastor turned around and slept with her. When they were running away from immorality, then they came to the house and found that the immorality is greater in the house than out. And instead, they have been forced to run back out. Church of Christ, ever since you became born again, have you really walked in wisdom? Church of Christ. Ever since you became Christians. Have you really led the world that watches you? Have you led them to righteousness? Instead the answer is no. When the women have walked naked in the church. The world has not come to Jesus. Mumekosa kuongoza wakati ulimwengu imetazama usherati ndani ya kanisa ulimwengu umekosa kuvutiwa na uokovu wa Yesu and that's why na hiyo ndio sababu the lord has sent me to the church bana amenituma kwa kanisa to ask these questions kuuliza maswali haya Peace 
that is supposed to sing that song to herself when the Messiah comes will he find his praise in you 